0: Hello, Word Nerds! I am so excited to bring you this brand new episode of The Dictionary. Is it any different from the one yesterday or the one tomorrow? I don't think so. Let's get to the words. First is Anglo-American. There is a hyphen. Both A's are capitalized. So we have A-N-G-L-O hyphen A-M-E-R-I-C-A-N. This is a noun from circa 1782. One an inhabitant of the U.S. of English origin or descent. Two, a North American whose native language is English and especially whose culture or ethnic background is of European origin. Anglo-American is an adjective. Next, we have Anglo-Catholic. There is a hyphen in between the two words. This is an adjective from 1838 of or relating to a high church movement in Anglicanism emphasizing its continuity with historic Catholicism and fostering Catholic dogmatic and liturgical traditions. Anglo-Catholic is a noun, and Anglo-Catholicism is also a noun. Next, we have Anglo-Centric, all one word with a capital A. This is an adjective from 1886, centered on or giving priority to England or things English, as in an Anglo-centric view of history. Now we have Anglo-French. There is a hyphen, and the A and the F are capitalized. This is a noun from 1876, the French language used in medieval England. Next we have Anglomania, with a capital A, all one word. This is a noun from 1787, an absorbing or pervasive interest in England or things English. I think you could say Beatlemania was a form of Anglomania. Next, we have Anglo-Norman. There is a hyphen. The A and the N are capitalized. This is a noun from 1735. 1. Any of the Normans living in England after the Norman conquest of 1066. 2. The form of Anglo-French used by Anglo-Normans. Anglo-Norman is also an adjective. Next, we have Anglophile, A-N-G-L-O-P-H-I-L-E, with a capital A. I'm going to guess that somebody who is an Anglophile would be part of Anglomania. This is a noun from 1883, a person who greatly admires or favors England and things English. Anglophile or Anglophilic are adjectives. Next is Anglophilia. This is a noun from 1896. Unusual admiration or partiality for England, English ways, or things English. Anglophiliac is an adjective. Now we have the opposite, Anglophobe. P-H-O-B-E. This is a noun from 1866. A person who is averse to or dislikes England and things English. Anglophobia is a noun, and anglophobic is an adjective. Wouldn't you love to see an anglophile and an anglophobe uh, get in a room and fight it out and have a debate over, you know, is England great? Is England terrible? Blah 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 blah. That would be fun. Let's see if we can make that happen. Next, we have anglophone. All one word. The A is not capitalized. This is an adjective, but it is often capitalized. It is from 1900, consisting of or belonging to an English-speaking population, especially in a country where two or more languages are spoken. Anglophone with a capital A is also a noun. Next, we have Anglo-Saxon. There is a hyphen. The A and the S are capitalized. This is a noun from before the 12th century. One a member of the Germanic peoples conquering England in the fifth century AD and forming the ruling class until the Norman conquest. Compare to the synonyms Angle, Jute, J-U-T-E, and Saxon. 2A, we have the synonym Englishman, specifically, a person descended from the Anglo-Saxons. 2B, a white Gentile of an English-speaking nation. 3. We have the first definition of Old English. Four, direct plain English, especially English using words considered crude or vulgar. Anglo-Saxon is also an adjective. And I think we will do one more for this episode. It is Anglosphere, and it looks like it's the last of the Anglo words. It's one word with a capital A. This is a noun from 1995 the countries of the world in which the English language and cultural values predominate. That's going to be the end of the episode, and now I have to pick a word for the episode. I think I'm going to pick two, anglophile and anglophobe, because, of course, I just want to see them uh, debate it out, possibly fight, but I'd rather just have them uh, fight with words. That's the end. Thank you for listening. Until next time, this is Spencer reading the dictionary. Goodbye.